This is the 77 WABC minicast. You all remember that show, and we've talked about it before, Dateline to Catch a Predator. And the premise of that show was that they would make a TV show out of impersonating a young girl and trying to get someone online to come to a house thinking that they were meeting a young girl. And then they would leave the house and they'd get arrested. There was no young girl. There was, It was a created situation. I always had a little bit of a problem with it because to me it looks a lot like entrapment. Well, we've what, that show's not on the air anymore. But what we do have is all over the country these, I don't know how you'd say it, freelance Chris Hansen types, these guys that do this on their own, they pretend to be uh, children that engage in a sexual conversation with some creep on the internet, and then when that creep incriminates himself, or her, yeah, it's always a he, they then report that creep to the police or to the person's employer. It just happened recently out on Long Island. I saw either a teacher or a principal that got in trouble with one of these people, and sometimes these folks, these they call them vigilante predators, these vigilante predators develop huge followings online doing shows about this or just putting the screenshots up there. And you wonder, who are these people that engage in these kind of conversations with folks that they think are children, knowing that there are all these vigilante predators out there? Well, there are these vigilante predator catchers. There are at least... At least, this is far from an exhaustive number, at least 160 vigilante groups that have formed around the U.S. in the past three years to try to catch people they suspect are sexual predators. Some groups are formed by right-wing extremists. Some groups are formed by concerned parents, police, and prosecutors have generally resisted working with vigilantes for a variety of reasons. But a recent Indiana case involving a vigilante group and a police officer accused of soliciting a minor online may presage how this goes in the future. This time, a prosecutor worked with a vigilante and presented a case to a jury. There was a quick guilty verdict. But, is even more fascinating this week is the case of Bupak Shakur, the so-called Pontiac vigilante. 40-year-old Robert Lee, a Pontiac vigilante who worked to expose child predators, was fatally shot on Friday night just a week ago. At Universal Coney Island, that's in Pontiac, Michigan. The Oakland County Sheriff's Office says Robert Lee was at Universal Coney Island on Perry Street around 10.30 p.m. And investigators say he confronted two men sitting at a table, accusing one of them of being a pedophile and punching him. The man pulled out a knife. The other man at the table pulled out a gun and shot Lee multiple times. Lee was transported to the hospital where he died from 
his injuries. There were two people at the table. One was mostly focused on and talking to and became heated when with was not the individual that shot him. It was the other person on the opposite side of the table. That's what the sheriff said. Deputies say the two men fled on foot and were later apprehended. So this fella, Mr. Lee, was involved with a group called Dads Against Predators, D-A-P, who was first introduced uh, in the local news area through a sting operation which led to charges against an Oakland County Sheriff's deputy who's since been fired. They did a sting on a cop. And uh, they've done a number of other prominent sting operations. And this guy on social media used the handle Bupak Shakur, B-O-O-P-A-C. Very ironic that he would be killed the very same week that we get an arrest in the case of Tupac Shakur. This fella had over 11,000 followers on his Facebook page. And what he does is he poses as a 15-year-old girl online to expose child predators. And his one-man crusade led to the arrest and criminal charges being filed against several men. And apparently this confrontation with somebody that he had believed was a pedophile led to his death. And this is one of the many reasons why vigilanteism is not a good idea. Because if you start trying to enforce laws on your own, a lot of times bad guys, who tend to be the ones that often break laws, they'll hurt you, sometimes kill you. My question for you is what you think about these the, the rise of this vigilante predator catcher. There's at least 160 vigilante groups in this country already doing this. A man died a week ago as one of the people that do this. Uh, I'll never forget when Dateline was doing this thing. About 10 years ago, I was at a friend of mine's house, and there were a couple. And one of them said, this was entrapment, this is awful, they can't be creating crimes. And the other, and this is a couple that's now married, relatively happily, And the other one said, no, 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 I'm glad they're doing that because every one of those creeps that's arrested, that's one less creep that's going to be on the Internet trying to find a child to sexually assault. I found both arguments pretty powerful, but particularly after seeing the murder of Mr. Lee, Bupak Shakur, my thinking is we should not encourage these vigilante predator catchers. Not only because many of them could get hurt, but because they don't have to follow the same sort of criminal procedures that police officers do or even undercover police officers do or that prosecutors do. They can kind of make their own laws. If someone, for instance, says, no, no, thank you, I don't want to talk to you if you're underage, and they keep at it, they keep pressing and pressing and pressing. That's not something a cop would do or a prosecutor would do, but let's say this person goes down that avenue. Now, that's just one of many examples where the vigilante predator catcher is, I think, not necessarily following the proper protocols here as if they were a law enforcement agent. These people are not trained. Many times it seems they're doing this to build a large social media following. I think this is dangerous from every perspective, recognizing The fact that there are teachers, there are uh, cops that would be at liberty right now 
and probably surfing the internet for another child to sexually assault, but for these vigilante predator catchers. So it's a very tough ethical area, but I come down on the side of, I don't think these groups should be illegal because I'm a big believer in the First Amendment and things of that nature and free speech in general, but I don't think these groups should be encouraged at all. And I don't think uh, police should encourage them. I don't think prosecutors should encourage them. I don't think anybody should encourage them. I don't think people should be following them on the Internet or anything like that.